Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 26th of May. It's been revealed the gunman behind the horrific primary school shooting in the United States posted on Facebook three times before his deadly attack. 19 children and two teachers were killed when the 18-year-old entered the Texas school and barricaded himself inside a classroom before opening fire. He was eventually shot dead by police. Officials have provided an update overnight saying he posted on social media 30 minutes before the attack, then about how he shot his grandmother before writing, I'm going to shoot an elementary school. His Texas governor, Greg Abbott. Children are a blessing. They're filled with laughter, innocence and joy. Their love is a gift that parents get to unwrap every single day. Parents in Uvalde had that gift taken away from them. The school mass shooting has again prompted calls for an overhaul of gun laws in the US. President Joe Biden even calling for common sense, saying it's time to stand up to the gun lobby. Why do we keep letting this happen? Where in God's name is our backbone? Time to turn this pain into action. For every parent, for every citizen in this country, We have to make it clear to every elected official in this country, it's time to act. NBA legend and coach Steve Kerr, one of many high-profile Americans, saying enough is enough. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. In other news this morning, an extra one and a half million Australians are now eligible for a fourth COVID vaccine after ATAGI released new guidelines. Health authorities are now recommending the extra vaccine for people with underlying health conditions and those living with a disability to give them extra protection against COVID-19, especially during winter. President of the GPs Association, Dr Karen Price, says a fourth jab may also soon be recommended for the rest of the population. Look, I think ATAGI uh, and the senior scientific group are are tracking this very carefully and uh, are obviously looking to see what's happening to the data, what's happening to hospitalisation rates and the severe cases um, in the normal healthy population. A long-awaited internal investigation into the British Prime Minister's lockdown parties has wrapped up. The scathing report outlines how the senior leadership team must bear responsibility for the events, which has found they should not have been allowed to occur. Seven Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld has told us from the UK this morning the evidence is clear. There's, There's no two ways about it. These gatherings, they were illegal. 126 police fines have been handed out. It is the most fined building in the country uh, following the lockdown. Boris Johnson himself was fined. He has been given a criminal notice. But Mr Johnson has again denied he's done anything wrong. The event in question uh, was a uh, a work meeting and um, that was what the uh, the Metropolitan Metropolitan Police did investigate it and uh, that was certainly uh, the outcome uh, of their investigation. 
Still overseas and supermodel Kate Moss has given evidence in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. Via video link for just three minutes, Miss Moss denied allegations Mr Depp pushed her down the stairs when they were dating during the 1990s. Did Mr Depp push you in any way down the stairs? No. Uh, During the course of your relationship, did he ever push you down any stairs? No, he never pushed me, kicked me or threw me down any stairs. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. We start in Victoria where the lights are finally back on at Melbourne Airport after a major power outage caused widespread chaos. Our reporter James Lake in Melbourne says the sudden outage brought operations to a standstill right in the middle of the evening peak. It was just after 6pm, Tash, when the lights went out, airport operators turned to Twitter to communicate with thousands of people sitting in dark terminals, saying the outage was impacting check-in as well as baggage services. Now, people in the airport said the lights were only out for about 20 minutes before services started to come back online. It took until nearly 9pm, though, for the backlog of passengers to be completely cleared and the airport reported operations had returned to normal. As for the cause of the outage, that is still being investigated. To Queensland now, and investigations are underway after a major privacy breach with more than 10,000 drivers' fines and private details sent to the wrong people. Our reporter Rob McLeod has more. News Corp is reporting thousands of Queensland motorists who were due to receive penalty infringement notices from the State Penalties Enforcement Agency for parking and speeding fines were likely sent other people's fines instead. People have reported being sent envelopes addressed to them containing fines and the threat of a licence suspension with other people's names, addresses, licence numbers and vehicle registration details. The state government has ordered an urgent review into the major privacy breach. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. We, of course, all know the cost of living continues to increase and now we're being warned to prepare for our power bills to skyrocket even further. That's right. The big users of power, such as fruit processor company SPC, have been told to expect at least a 12% increase in their power bills. And experts say the price rises will be passed on to customers with spot gas prices doubling in May on top of a 50% jump in April. And Peter, the work from home trend has escalated. This is interesting, with the ANZ boss saying only one in five of his workers is actually back in the office. Yep, the ANZ boss Shane Elliott has 28,000 employees, but 80% of these are still working from home. And the Property Council says Melbourne office occupancy has stalled at 36%, but it slumps to 19% on Mondays and Fridays. Wednesday is the best day for getting out of the house, with office occupancy hitting 42%. Working from home is calculated to save workers $5.6 billion in travel time costs, but no one knows what has happened to business productivity. And Peter, US stocks spiked higher overnight on the news that the central bank, the Federal Reserve, is prepared to keep on increasing interest rates to try and beat inflation. Yep, to beat inflation, the Fed boss, Jerome Powell, and his team have opted for the whatever-it-takes option to kill inflation when it comes to interest rate rises. And the stock market has surprisingly liked what it heard, telling us that it is more concerned about inflation becoming entrenched and causing a recession. Our market is bound 
found a trade higher, something like 30 points at the open. Peter, thank you. Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, both the AFL and NRL have launched their Indigenous rounds in the last week. And tonight it's Rugby League's turn to celebrate First Nations people with a legend of the game to kick things off. Yes, good morning, Tash. Greg Inglis is back in Melbourne, of course, a celebrated history with the Storm before moving on to the Bunnies and, of course, with Queensland in the Origin Arena as well. He'll be out in the middle for uh, the the gift giving to the the Manly Seagulls tonight. So great to see him uh, back in Melbourne and his coach, Craig. Bellamy says it's a, been a joy to reconnect with his old friend. It's just great to see him and obviously, you know, with the Indigenous round and our game, you know, kicking off that round, you know, his culture, his heritage is, is you know, so important to him and, you know, he spoke to the players. And maybe we'll see some uh, old GI type celebrations that inspire the Indigenous players out there. GI's old side is out to avoid losing three in a row for the first time in seven years. The Seagulls play their first game without their injured superstar Tommy Turbo and I wouldn't mind a $700,000 handshake this morning. That's what Matt, Matt Lodge received from the Warriors. Um, reportedly didn't want to play for them anymore because he doesn't want to move to New Zealand, which is a bit silly given he, he signed for a New Zealand side, although they're based out of Redcliffe in uh, in Brisbane at the moment. Um, so they agreed to give him the rest of his contract money and now he's playing Suburban Rugby Union in Brisbane. Oh, I should have stuck with footy, Brett. Anyway, <laughs> a North Melbourne great has described the Kangaroos as a broken club as their season goes from bad to worse. Yeah, it's certainly been a dramatic week at uh, Arden Street and arguably their greatest ever player, Wayne Carey, believes, as he said, that the club is broken at the moment and they need to admit they've got problems on and off the field. Carey says he can't remember the club being at a lower point. North Melbourne can't afford to waste any more time. Right now, this is as low as this football club has ever been. It's an absolute pylon on the Kangaroos at the moment. And Brett, we've just got one Aussie left in the singles draw at the French Open and she's taken down a big name in Paris. Yeah, Daria Saville stunned two-time Grand Slam champion Petra Kvitova uh, in the second round, winning that in straight sets. Of course, Ash Barty retiring, so Daria uh, is now flying the flag from an Australian point of view because uh, she's the last singles player left in the draw. Isla Tomjanovic and Jason Kubler uh, were knocked out overnight. Brett, thanks so much. Thank you, Tash. And it sounds like something out of a Vince Vaughan movie, but a literal wedding crasher has been busted in Melbourne. A 24-year-old man allegedly pretended to be a guest at eight wedding receptions around the city over the past few months. Police say he stole around $16,000 in cash, as well as gift cards and jewellery from at least three of the weddings. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.